ऑडियो हॉप पॉडकास्ट दिस इज द विस्की एडवाइजर शो ऑन दिस शो वी सैंपल सम फाइन विस्कीज शेयर इंटरेस्टिंग टेल्स एंड ट्रिविया एंड आंसर योर मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट क्वेश्चन अबाउट विस्की एंड नाउ हेयर्स योर होस्ट द विस्की एडवाइजर उदय बालाजी Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Whiskey Advisor show. So we find ourselves at the end of a trip through India as we've sampled some of the best whiskies that our country has to offer. Over the past couple of weeks we've traveled to the metropolis of Bangalore and the sun-soaked beaches of Goa. This week we turn our attention to North India and a whiskey that is named after a royal princely state. Or as they say on their site, a world of maharajas and 15 gun salutes. So the company behind this whiskey Radico Kaitan is India's fourth largest liquor company and its brands are sold in more than 60 countries including the US, Canada, South America and many more. It's also the darling of the Indian stock markets at this point. So the whiskey rook Piyush is here with me. Piyush I assume you know which whiskey I'm referring to. I think whether you're talking about Rampur? Yep, spot on Piyush. So like I mentioned This is a whiskey from Radico Kaitan. So we'll talk a little bit about the company. So Radico started in 1943 as Rampur Distillery actually. Mm-hmm. So it kind of come a full circle. Okay. And uh, they started off in industrial alcohol and making IMFL country liquor fertilizers, a whole, you know, lot of different things. So it's quite a conglomerate. But moving on to brands. The first brand came out in uh, 1995. and it was contessa rum you know probably ring a bell with old yeah. contessa car uh, from back in the day but there's really no connection <laughs> okay but probably the most noticeable brand that uh, you know kind of put them on the map was in 1999 they felt that there was a gap in the blended whiskey space in india so they brought in 8 pm whiskey aha okay so uday do you remember that ad uh, you know the cross border ad oh, yeah. between soldiers yeah yeah So we all remember it, you know. How many cricket matches have we watched with that coming during the break? Yes. But they've also been, you know, building brands, building partnerships over the years. Stepping back before the 8 p.m. itself, they tied up with White & Mackay in 1995 to launch Scotch brands like the White & Mackay 15-year-old, Finlater, and uh, the Special Reserve. think about it this was a long time back yeah. that they were bringing these quality brands into the country but uh, uday i remember you mentioned that they have number of other successful brands other than 8 pm exactly i was just going to talk about that so over the 2000 actually from 2005 all the way to 2018 they've been bringing out some blockbuster brands some of them might ring a bell magic moments vodka morpheus brandy after dark whiskey you know there's some big brands but you know playing in that mass market space but starting in 2016 they started going premium in a big way so rampur the most premium product was launched in 2016 and in 2018 they came out with a really premium gin called the jaisalmer gin distilled in copper pot stills okay so now i suppose that we are coming to the rampur whiskey and uh, it's called the rampur select yeah that's right uh you know strangely enough what i observed on the bottle uh, when i was going through the website is you know they have this mantra in devnagari printed on it 
and uh, you know it comes in a silk pouch which adds to its blue blooded aura which i just saw when we were kind of taking out the bottle oh yeah absolutely it's uh, definitely being positioned as a premium product a lot of work has gone into the packaging and also the company is from what i see investing quite heavily in the international expansion of it and banking on the success of this product i guess in a way it's also a prestige project for uh, the kaitan family now you know hearing you talk about them and you know they are uh, a pedigree uh, shall we get into the tasting i'm absolutely. like i'm getting eager absolutely would you like to do the honors yeah sure All right, let's look at the color. Okay, I am getting somewhere between deep copper and burnished. Okay, that's about right. Let's look at the visual texture now. It's fairly viscous. Yes. Uh is it a bit oily? Yeah, I mean uh, fairly viscous. Yeah, yeah. It's taking a lot of time to calm down. Mm. Let's check out the nose now. What are you getting, Piyush? Uh some sweet notes um mm. i guess in the fruity and floral flavor camp and you're getting some spice yes of course i am yeah but that's about it for me <laughs> okay uh, so it's actually interesting the first place that i tasted this whiskey uh, might sound familiar is it was at uh, this bar called the pot still in glasgow okay funnily enough that's because at the time uh, rampur wasn't being sold in india so i had to drink it in scotland of all places Does that name ring a bell? The pot still in Glasgow. Oh yes, the Amrut uh, guys. Yeah, that's why they did the blind tasting yeah. for Amrut. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, so I was standing at the bar, got the dram, and I was just chatting with the bartender. So she was talking about the whiskey and said, "Like, how come you know haven't you had it before?" And I said, "No." And she's like, "You know, for me, every time I drink it, I get a strong note of lychee." And again, I spoiled it for me because then all I'm uh-huh. smelling is lychee the whole night, right? But I think she's absolutely right. Now I am to getting lychee. <laughs> It's a strong, aromatic whiskey, and you know, for me, I like to say that it's perfumed. You know, uh, that's one way to put it. But I also get what I always think is that lychee in one hand, and um, you know, aromatic. spiced milk sweets yeah you know indian milk sweets that's what i get from this whiskey on the nose let's try it on the palate see sure. what notes we get it's definitely a lot of spice mm mm-hmm. um again sweet notes mm mm-hmm. uh i guess yeah that's what i can mm-hmm. come up with i definitely get you know kind of like a prickliness in the palate as soon as i drink it there's the definite um, you know that milk sweet i keep coming back to it now i'm thinking milk sweet with silver foil and those you know um aromatic garnishings is what i have in my mind and there's a little bit on the finish it's quite dry a slight bitterness probably coming from the wood mm-hmm. it's definitely an interesting whiskey so just in summary um, for the rampur select I'd say on the nose we got uh, lychee, possibly a light smoke. Yeah. Uh, 
honey, uh, very rich perfume, milk sweets, definite oak on the palate, lychee, and it's a little herbaceous, light grass, prickly on the tongue. And like I said, milk sweets with, um, you know, garnishings and elaichi, drying. Definitely putting this, and I'd say the finish was like about medium. I definitely put it in the fruity and spicy flavor camp. We hope you've enjoyed the episode so far. But before we go ahead, here's a word from our partner. Enjoying this podcast? You can also catch this and 200 plus such podcasts on Karva 2.0 with BBC India, Film Companion, Open Mic Poetry, Sadhguru Isha Foundation, Indian classical renditions by the greatest maestros, stories, rhymes and GK for your kids. Oh, and did we mention the 5,000 preloaded songs and 100 plus unique playlists every day? To know more, go to www.saregama.com now. And we're back. Let's continue. So I thought of something interesting to kind of like just close out our uh, Indian whiskey episodes. Mm -hmm. So we've done one on Amrit, one on uh, Paul John and one on Rampur. I think it will be very interesting to do a quick recap on how they compare with each other. Yeah. So at the very outset, we talked about uh, all of them being in that fruity and spicy camp. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But does that make them similar? Not really. Absolutely no. Uh, so just looking back at the notes that we took um, during the other tastings and what we've done today. So Amrut firmly falls in kind of like that honeysuckle, malt, oak, vanilla spectrum. This is the Indian single malt. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the core unpeated uh, expressions. And then the Paul John goes more towards your tropical fruits, mango, passion fruit, a little grapefruit thrown in, luscious, a very, um, what do you say, distinctive palate. And the Rampur, lychee and milk sweets all the way for me. You know, uh, so if you guys want to go out, taste these and give us some feedback on what you like, which ones you prefer, do drop us a line. Thank you so much, Uday, for that comparison. And uh, I too believe that, you know, it was kind of enlightening. So, you know, this comparison will definitely, you know, force me to look at the Indian single malts in a very, very, very different light. So thank you so much for that. Now, uh, shall we go into our Q&A session? Uh, before we get into the Q&A, Piyush, uh, I'd like to quickly talk about the Rampur range. Uh, so what we had today was a select. Mm-hmm. They also have three other whiskies. One is uh, the PX Matured, which is uh, the same Rampur whisky finished in Pedro Jimenez casks. And they have a double cask, which mm-hmm. is aged in bourbon and in sherry casks. And lastly, they have one of the most premium whiskies out there, one of the most premium Indian whiskies out there that uh, they came out with for their 75th anniversary, the 75th anniversary of Rampur Distillery. And it's called the Signature Reserve. Okay. While it doesn't have an age statement on it, some people have told me that it's a 26-year-old whiskey and it's retailing at close to a thousand pounds in the UK. That's almost a lakh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but people are buying it. It comes in some very premium packaging and it looks very nice. I've had all four. Very interesting contrasts and flavor profiles on those whiskeys. So can we segue into our Q&A session? Yes, please. 
So the first question is from Ameya Banushali, aka Dr. Quick. How long should ideally the whiskey be finished in experimental casks? So for those of you who uh, are wondering what this question is about, cask finishing is basically when you take a whiskey that has been matured in a traditional cask. So let's say a bourbon cask for a certain period, let's say 10 years. And that whiskey will have a certain complexity and character to it. Now you take that and put it into another cask, let's say a wine cask. So that it gets, you know, some of those wine complexities also into the whiskey. And you have a much more complex whiskey because of the maturation in the bourbon and the finishing in the wine. Now, how long should it be done? It's purely up to the producer because uh, they will be looking for a certain character that they want. And uh, when the whiskey achieves that character, they will go ahead and either put it in a single uh, single cask bottling or use it in a blend for their uh, larger single malt bottlings. There is no, you know, specific period. And as you say, experiments. So people are constantly experimenting with new casks. And now the SWA said that you can even use uh, casks like Calvados and Mezcal and Tequila. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what's going to be coming out in the market. So on to the next question. Uh, this is from Prashant Prem on uh, Instagram. And his question is, hey, any good stuff that you recommend to get from Spain? Not too expensive though. Uh, the most common whiskey, and particularly when I used to live in Spain, this is the most common one that I saw, is called uh, DYC. It's a very basic blend, and uh, it's now owned by Beam Suntory. It's okay, you know, it's not something that I would go out of my way to recommend. A couple of others that I've come across are Sackman and Embrujo. Uh, again, I haven't had enough of them to really comment. But probably the best value that I've come across is whiskey called Nomad Outland. It's actually a blended scotch, which is aged in sherry buds, and then moved to the Gonzalez Bias Bodega in Spain and matured in the high-quality PX sherry buds. So if you have a sweet tooth and you only want to spend about 30 euros, a Nomad Outland is a winner. On to the next question. This is from Aniket Bagwe aka Aniket Bhagwe 20 on Instagram. And his question is, the best whiskey according to you and a budget for Indians? Wow, this is a very broad question because there's so many whiskeys and I really don't know what you consider to be budget. Uh, but I'll just stick to, let's say, 3,000 rupees and thereabouts uh, in the state of Karnataka because we've got to have some frame of reference. Uh, if it's a blend you're looking for, any Ballantine's blend is really good across their range. Uh, if you're looking for single malts, at that price point, I can't really look beyond Amrut and Paul John. They have really good uh, single malts and Amrut has blended malts in that range. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, when it comes to scotch, it's generally above that. Uh, you know, above that 3,000 kind of mark, you've got to go on to the 4s and 5,000s. So what I'd recommend is either you could go to a bar and try a drink and then kind of decide what you want to buy, what your flavor profile is. Or you can uh, buy a bottle with your friends so it becomes more affordable. I have to also say in the future episodes, we're going to be featuring uh, different single malt distilleries like Glenfiddich, uh, Lafroig, etc., etc., and 
showcasing to you what character their core expressions have. So that will definitely help you with uh, buying whiskeys as well. On to the next question this is from Ketan, aka Ketan9279 on Instagram. Is there a 70% alcohol whiskey, please? Yes, there is, Ketan. Kind of spot on, actually, because uh, the strongest whiskey that I've come across is the Brooklady Octomo X4 Plus 10. This is an experimental whiskey that Brooklady uh, distilled four times. And it comes in at a whopping 70% ABV. This one sold out in no time. I'm still looking for a sample to try. I'll let you know how it is. Uh, if I find it, or if you find it first, please let me know what you think. And uh, the last question is uh, from Rahul V, aka Rahul V2210 on Instagram. His question is, how can I get to learn about whiskey and be a part of the journey? Well, Rahul, you're listening to my podcast. I think you're in the right place. And uh, I will, from time to time, you know, give a few tips of where to look uh, for more information and, uh, you know, how you can continue your whiskey learning. So keep an eye out and uh, look out for those tips. Cheers. So there you have it, folks. Rampur Indian Single Malt Whiskey, premium positioning, quality product and solid financial backing. I really think this is a whiskey that we should be watching out for. And with this episode, we've looked at three excellent Indian whiskey distilleries, bringing us to the end of our Indian whiskey journey. Next week, we'll be traveling to Scotland. Some of you have really been waiting for this. And we'll be starting off with a look at the history of Scotch whiskey before we get into individual episodes like we did for Rampur and uh, Paul John and Amrut. We'll be looking at the Glenfiddichs and Lefroigs of the world. Don't miss it. Join us next week. Till next week, drink well and drink responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. If you want to learn more about whiskey and Uday's work, visit thewhiskeyadvisor.com. You can send in your questions to us on uday at thewhiskeyadvisor.com or Instagram or Facebook at thewhiskeyadvisor. That's whiskey without the E. The show was brought to you by Audio Hop Podcasts. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Audio Hop Podcasts. We'll be back next week. Until then, keep your spirits up and drink responsibly.